One, I feel like I'm forgetting something already. Maybe even at a joint chair. Too late to forget stuff. Do you know what I think we've forgotten? What's that? To get fucking high. Oh, jeez. Guys, welcome to the Hot Box Show. Tonight you're joined by myself, Buzz, Al, Joe, <coughs> and Dan. <coughs> and we're going to be doing a How to Make Weed Babies special. Hey? Joe's going to learn how to grow, finally. We've got Farmer Joe over here. Wellingtons <laughs> in my garden hat. <coughs> nice, came fully equipped. Cough counter, where are you? Yeah. So, have we got the desk cam thingy? Is it around? It's away, uh, do Let's get it all set up so long, because we've got, we got so much shit today. Yay. So much shit to take out, so I think we're going to get it all out the way. Because if I've got things right, I don't want to overpromise, but I think we've got Bobby on in about 10 15 minutes as well for you, Oaks and Owner. That's Bobby Greenhash. Much love to Richards Bay, not Durban. Yes, Richard's <laughs> You love Durban, dude? No, I just no, pointed uh, out not Durban. Not Durban, okay, cool. <laughs> so what we're going to be doing is, tonight, folks, we're going to be planting throughout the show some seeds live on air. We're going to be showing you how to do that. And we're also going to be taking some clones off of these lovely ladies. And uh, I think one Custa Semenya over here. <laughs> hey? Okay? Have we got a Custa? We have yeah, a Custa. Ah, okay. Donor plants. Okay. Donor plants, yes. Yeah, we went to Weed SPCA <laughs> and we had to fill out a form and make a donation and they had these lovely weed plants for us. Um, Al, you're from Green Thumb Hydro. Yes, I am. So, for a minute, let's do the shameless advertising and punting now. What is Green Thumb Hydro? We're your local grow shop. Uh, we sell all the equipment you're going to need for growing your own indoors, outdoors, hydroponically, organically. We are starting to venture into extraction and uh, consumable paraphernalia as well. So we'll soon be having a head shop as well as some uh, extraction items for sale. So we'll be facilitating training and seminars for people to learn how to make high quality, safe products for home consumption. All right, all right, all right. So guys, just to give you a bit of history. So we've been in this thing with legalization for a while with the non-profit fields of green for please go check it out subscribe all that stuff and i'm going to be genuine with you genuine with you 
Green Thumb Hydro at every chance has stood up and put their hand out and even put money in the in the tin for us to help us get where we've gotten so far. So I'm really glad to have Alia. You know, shout out to Green Thumb. Really, yes, they, Green they've Thumb. really, yes. they've Big stood tall. And also, I don't know if you guys, maybe you guys at home, let's just do shout outs quick. Trav, where my bro? 14, we opened the shop. 2012, we registered. So between 2013 and 2014, Because <clears throat> there, there was a dark time pre-GT Hydro and pre-Grow Guru and some of the other lacquer oaks out there. Where there were no grocery. No, 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 there was. But there was, there was just the horty shop. Tell us about the horty shop. Unstocked, unpleasant experience you could ever go to when going to Hydrostop, except for that one lady that worked at the Bramberg one. Okay. She was like the 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 god, the, the mother of cannabis, because she knew what everyone was talking about, but she never said it. And she's like, no, no, you're supposed to do with this and you're supposed to do that, but yeah, and there was only one store you could ever go to, and they really were overly, overly priced and limited on stock and limited on everything it was okay. it was so disappointing have any do any of you oaks remember like what was it called well not disappointing because then you were like oh my shop. god there's there's a small room with a couple of fans and a couple of lights you're like mind blown because there's something like that, that actually exists yeah. and now comparatively to what gt hydro looks like for instance yeah. Yeah. you go inside there and it's like a playground but you know, you helped build it. You, know, you were at the beginning. Well, yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's what people wanted to see. But now, you know, it's, it's what it's comparative to what was then and now. Even the other stores, like you've got the Grow Guru, you've got uh, you've got your Glossier Camelot, you've got Hydroponic, Hydroponic, which was yeah, Windell, which was Windell. I think I remember them back in the. I remember Windell. Wasn't oh, that also a Warty Shop ish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was. They were linked somewhere, I think, from what I saw. <coughs> but now they're by the same person. There we go. Tony Hines started. Uh, Windell or Hydroponic, okay. um, and then they expanded into various locations in Cape Town, and then I think they had a franchise or something up in Joburg. It was something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. And his daughter still runs Windell in Cape Town. They've been going since the 90s. They've been the longest in the country by a long way. So just to recap, welcome to the History Channel, where we're talking South African grow shops tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but there is history. Surprisingly, there is history. Yeah, of course. I was that little, I was that push who got his internet for the first time, so 2008. What's this Facebook thing? Oh, there's a grow shop. And you go, and but also, you when you look at it then, to you, like you were saying, it is amazing because there is fuck all else. There was no contrast. And that shop survived until it choked on its own deck, dude. And then it just died and disappeared or whatever. 100%, because they sort of just didn't keep up with the times either. They sort of just mellowed out and were happy with what was going on and didn't push to get the new products and push to get... You know how fast the cannabis industry has progressed since the day that that Green Thumb Hydro, for instance, opened when, when like we were saying, when it opened to now. In the rest of the world, yeah. it's progressed 20 years. We've yeah. only gone five years. Essentially, yeah. like that's how it is. So now you just understand. Thank God for them, and essentially other grow shops that are bringing in the new stuff and showing you instead of just like lulling out and be like, oh, I yeah, yeah, I've got this one grow light. Yeah, well, we've got it. We've well, we got. So you got to push to have the newest and the best. You have to. There's also varieties, the spice of life. There yeah. you go. You can't become complacent. And don't think that you are, don't become niche essentially with growing. Where's that desk cam? Arrogant. Desk cam, back to it. Where's the thing? You're just gonna freehand it, dude. No, what are you looking at? You're looking at what we got here. We got some. No man, we need the light and stuff. Where's the red? Because I've got a big box. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's all ready. Rocking and rolling. Because Father Kushmas came. I shouldn't shake this too hard. There's a big box in the house. Maybe bump the mic. I'm going to let Dan do this stuff. And Joe. Let's power this light up. Just give us a screen name, hey? When you're ready. I'm still on black on my side. 
You guys might have right. to wingman each other there because Dan's yeah. going to open this box. So this box. We got a big box. Just quickly while we're doing that, are we Dave Fisher? Shoal, I think we said I, Cannabis Consultant. That sounds like a new name. No, the, the Cannabis Consultant, <laughs> eh? <laughs> and look I don't know, aware, aware. Jeez, look at this box. Show it to the, oh, you saw oh, nailing man. it, man. That's packed. That is packed. That is jam packed. So this box came from our friends yeah. over at Trichoma. Uh, go check out Trichoma community on IG. <laughs> I opened the box and I closed it because it looked too decadent, so I have it stuck a piece. Let's check. So what we got there, I'm going to roll a joint while these oaks take over for a bit. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What did we get handed? Oh, one canamid. Product from Canada, coconut vape oil, basically vape. Ooh, that is shit. Check it out. This is a granddaddy purple, it looks like, coconut oil vape. And it comes with the pen, it comes with the cartridge, it comes with everything. Open that shit up, man. Let's see if it works. Hopefully they charged it. No, straight up the so, Joe? So that's the yeah, cartridge. Yeah. I'm just gonna hold the camera yeah, here. Yeah, that's all right, I think I've got the idea. Stick it together and see if it works. So this is the anti-high. Speak up, tell them what do you think of this thing? So far it looks good. We don't have to talk shit just because we're being nice here. As a product, what people forget in, I think, the cannabis community is there's a lot of marketing that goes into these things. At the end of the day, you're still selling something. So packaging counts. You know, the way it looks, the way it's presented, all of those things count a huge amount. This is a proper product. And it's plug and play, hey? Let's so get Dan in frame there, man. I see it's also African Canamid. It's their own thing. It's not just a rebranded, you know, they're not just reselling you something that they've been tasting. That's dude. Very tasty. My goodness, that is very nice. And a product that arrives charged and ready to go. Yeah. Winner. Excellent. Winner. Mm. That is right. a winner. That is a winner. Okay, so that was that. Next, yes, we're going to be all night. Well, we should it's have tasty. Them. It'll be like go to the topics. It's not overdone. Oh, very beautiful. Got like a nice. It's very floral. It's like CK number five, CK number four twenty or some shit. Is there a button or anything? No, no. He's got an impeller on it, so you just go for it. You just go for it, dude. But you got to commit to Don't that. hold back. Don't hold back. Let's see what we got here. Okay, this is it's from. Oh, I like that. Holy thing, fucking man. shit, we got loads of shit, man. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, I love that sticker. Love oh, Killer Queen and what's it, cookies? 99 cookies. Gosh, we have to open those up. They look really, really pretty. 
Doing it with a cotton candy in that face, I'll give it that. Because sometimes I feel like I've sucked, like, yeah. no, I'm not going to say it. So literally, <laughs> literally out of the jar, out of the jar. Onto camera. Oh. You make you decide. Frame frame it up. Come on, cameraman. There we go. Trust me on this. What you want to do? So actually, bushes get the light right up there as much as possible. But I tell you, it looks damn. Looks like some indoor to me, hey. There we go. So you think every one of these boxes is different, dude? Well, we're gonna get through every box. Yes, the day, man. It's a promo box. It must be. There we go, dude. Ninety-nine cookies. It's a mystery box of absolute delight. No, you know what I'm saying is, uh, yeah. as a customer of Tricolor, the yes. oh, these are the kind of things you can expect to get. Oh my goodness, oh, look at that note. Yeah. Yes, that sis, note. Oh, that's the donkey's dick right there. <laughs> if you had Smell-O-Vision, here it goes. I think if we were to name it, we'd name it Donkey Ooh. Dong. Oh. Oh. Yes. Please don't mind my hands. They are, that's, that's food cut. That's food stain. Yeah, dude, you just <laughs> cut the child in half. <laughs> Okay, my hands look like this, that, so I can smoke this, dude. Jeez, what next? What's next? It's like an advent calendar. We should open I think that's for you, so we'll give that to you because it has your name on it. Okay, cool. I'll that's open that. Carry on with the rest of it. I need to get high. How you get your name out there? This is from, or well, this is, I mean. Yeah, oh, some more buds. Cherna Oaks. Blue Moon Rock. Is it Moon Rocks? No, it's not Moon Rocks, but it's called Blue Moon Rocks. Like um, a bushy old grower spray. Maybe. Maybe. I'm another trip sticker. Yay! Yeah, man. Yeah, another sticker. This is my tablet. I think what we're going to have to be, do is we're going to have to be like Oprah. And we're going to have to just start throwing it into the audience. Yes. We for everyone. <laughs> so, <laughs> they, they happy, yes. So for all your lucky motherfuckers, yeah. For the 25 people we have sitting yeah. backstage. <laughs> 25. Blue Moon Rocks and Lemon Tree. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. You're going to have to give us the rating behind camera what it smells like. Oh, man. That's got like a nice, it's almost like a musty old house. Old house smell. Old house Mothball. smell. Oh, it's like your granny's panty drawer, man. Mm. We had this discussion last week. Yeah. Why are people breeding things that smell like grandparents' underpants? I think we're going to have to smoke a bit of every single one of these tins. Yes, dude. We're going to have to smoke them all in one thing joint. I don't know, that gives a bit of a letdown. Blue Moon Rocks. Uh, for some reason, sorry. Like, it looks like it's supposed to be like an absolute mind-blowing looking bud if it's called Blue Moon Rocks. Oh, that looks great. And this is lemon tree. <laughs> So far, all of this is about 90% better than 90% of the samples people bring us. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because this is this feels like weed I would pay for. This so definitely weed I would pay lots of money for. Are we doing it on Bobby and the pole? He's gone. He's gone. Bobby's oh. gone. Oh, good. Okay. Cool. So. Let's have a look. Uh, 
So guys, I'm gonna be yeah. real sorry we were expecting Bobby, but things didn't go like her. So we're just gonna cruise. More okay, weed! Back. He's back. No, back. Bobby's back. Bobby's back! <laughs> Big up to Trichoma. Everyone <laughs> check out Trichoma. Everybody check out Trichoma. They are. He told him. Ooh, <laughs> we got some dabs. We got dads. some dabs. But then we must get all the dabs out. We're going to get them all out and we're going to fucking have them all. And you're also going to dab a bit of dab. <laughs> no chance, dude. No chance. No dice on the dabs. Some more cheese. Cheese. Cheese is really cool. I think you can carry on with those topics there. What do we got here? Oh. UK butter wax. <laughs> Show us there in the camera. Here we go. Oh, look at that. It looks, it looks like honeycomb. It does look like honeycomb. Ooh, that's nice. So glistening. That's, that's interesting. Looks like a crunchy bar. It's like a shit in the jar. Smell that. That's got. I mean, when you crush it with your finger and and manhand littles, give you a bit of smell. Oh, same thing. Butter wax, butter wax. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. I'm not checking Alia with too many smiles on his dial. But I think Al's seen it all. No. Next year we are going to show people how to make concentrates better, even than that. You know, a lot of South Africa is still behind America for obvious reasons, you know, market money. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying I'm making amazing concentrates with a 100,000 rand machine. Of course not. But as a business, we're trying to introduce that. Because there is another echelon yeah. to this. Yeah. Because right now, it's still sort of sort of moonshine, hobbyist, very clandestine. Even though it's de decriminalized, I think we're still kind of like operating in the shadows of it. God damn it, is it more weed? Yes. More weed. <laughs> Spumoni. I'm gonna smoke some of this weed. Yeah. Oiks, why aren't you rolling, man? Yeah, get rolling. I'm trying to roll, but I'm distracted by all the nugs. It's Yo. like a weed porno and yeah. I can't look away. This, this one by the like, cookies. Like yeah, you roll over. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Beautiful. That's not bad, eh? Nice. That was and sorbet. 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 Which sorbet? Sorbet one. Doesn't it say sorbet one? It just says sorbet. Sorbet. Because I see ice cream is a big thing now. It's the new yeah. bananas. It's the new bananas. It's the new bread loaf. That's it. That's it. Yeah, so in the pudding and the tasting, yeah. right? So. Yeah. So we're going to smoke a lot of this shit. I think we're actually going to put a hold on this box because it is just so deep. Yeah, no, wait, we, still gotta, we can't stop now. No, we're yeah. not going to stop. We're going to come back to it. Yeah, you keep coming back. I mean, it's just like... Okay. Oh, are we almost done? Okay. We're almost done. We're almost done, Oaks. This looks different. This doesn't look like weed. Tie sticks. Yeah. Original tie stick. <laughs> you reckon, dude? Well, if they did that, then they would go around. Then they would be like... The boss. The boss. So again, guys, please, massive shout out to, to Trichoma. Check them out, Trichoma oh, fam on Insta. Ooh, almost killed something there. Uh, shout outs to what's it? Oh, oh sorry, comments there. <laughs> I'm not getting my flow. Oh, that's all right, is it? So we've got, we got Stixer, dope reviews. Thanks, dude. Another oak. Oh, okay, I think there's a chat going on. Can you just read there? Can I smoke my fucking... Charles, 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 Charles,
I get I get them, but um, I've taken them unplanned. But that sounds Did like work out for you. That sounds like yeah, take the phone and break when you. Yeah. 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 Like two days on the fiber. <laughs> like Christmas. Yay! Yay! This looks big. This looks like. This looks really probably a bomb. This is like maybe a Rick and Morty bomb. Probably. No. Yeah. Mm. That's glass. It's a big box and a big box and a big box and a small box. This looks big, Oaks. This is going to be popular. Ooh, Rick and Morty! Sick! A Rick and Morty rig. It looks thick yeah, as nice, fuck though. This yeah. is the bomb. Yeah. Turn it slow, slow, turn it slow. There we go. That's good quality. Yeah. And the bottom, there's something on the bottom too. What's in the bottom? The bottom. Pickle. Pickle Rick. Mr. Poopy Bottle. Very cool though. Will someone let the damn dog in? I don't mind you running across frame. Nice. You let the dog in, it's fine. Yay! <laughs> okay, can we put this camera away? Yeah, give me the camera. I feel like that was a lot of work. <laughs> ah! Look, you know what? Here's some water, let's pull this one. Um, Who's gonna christen it? Let's try some of these flavors. I'll christen the fuck out of that one. Cool. Mm -hmm. That was such a long present opening session, <laughs> and I'm ready to christen any bomb that comes my way. Holy fucking shit, that was awesome. Genuinely, guys, again, Trichoma, thank Trichoma. you very much. Big ups to Trichoma to the dank, dank, dank that they sent through. Yeah. And we were the talking wax, about the Rick and Morty bond, like, last week. And my goodness, like, seriously, there's a lot of stuff here. Big ups. It's Even looking awesome. Pen. Where's that pen out? I'd like to put that pen. Mm. And some Trichoma water to go into the Trichoma And bottles of water to make sure we don't dry up during our... Blazing session tonight. Yeah, because we're going to get mighty fucking hot in here. Maybe even some extra time tonight. Cool. So um, there was a very interesting thing that Bobby Greenash posted. So for, for Oaks of you who don't know, Bobby Greenash has been titled in the media, but it's the Robin Hood of weed. And he's a genuine oak. They're doing good things there in Richards Bay. Um, trying to forge ahead with CDCSA, which I think is the Cannabis Development Council of South Africa. And Bobby posed a very interesting question online. And what we're going to do is we're going to run a poll. Sure. Oh, I'm not sure we're doing this on Facebook or YouTube. How are we running the poll, guys? Yes, running. We can run. Okay, cool. So we're going to be running a poll. <laughs> and, and I think Bobby maybe should have put a preamble, but he did at the end, sort of in the comments, put a preamble that this isn't his view. But he, he expressed the question. And this question struck me because it was so almost abstract and it really sent a ripple across the bond he said okay quick survey guys with the emerging cannabis industry one of the suggestions by government was that a trade restriction be placed on all cannabis products being imported for a period of five years in order to give the local emerging business a chance to establish what you guys think so basically they're saying should we put like sanctions and trade embargoes on cannabis products coming into the country to give South Africa a sort of hibernation, or what's it? An incubation period yeah. to get ahead, and then we open imports. He went on then later in the comments to say, listen, wait, I'm talking about like edibles and finished THC and CBD products. Mm -hmm. But do you think it would be a good thing if South Africa said, and government said, whoa, five years, Canada, America, Holland, everyone, fuck off. We're going to do our own thing. In terms of only edibles and like end product, like the bud package and like this this thing here, or are you talking about everything blanket ban? Uh, well, 
Bobby went on to say, so he initially posed the question as blanket, yeah, yeah. but then he went on to say he was referring to edibles. But I think, like you say, there are contexts. Mm -hmm. Edibles, that thing, uh, finished herb, hemp, CBD, oil, well, dab. proposed by government, then surely there must be some kind of structure behind, not just, oh, should we restrict all import? If it's government, they would have legislation that would need to cover these things. If that's the source, then I'm sure there must be some kind of backing behind it. And if it is just a question, then, uh, you know, the, I almost want to say, is there relevance to it? You know, is government going to do this? Is this legislation that they're going to impose? Is that, if this is the source, I think, well, I think what I said, what I saw was something about the CDC, there, there was a question that came through the pipelines, basically, he's the messenger, just saying, like, yes. is this... Would this be? There's a messenger. There's not that he's saying that it's someone that was asking the question. Because I guess that's what the CDC is doing. They're not posing those questions out and trying to figure out what would what would work. So maybe I don't know. It's one way of getting the opinion of the people. So it's asking: Should we propose this to government? I it's think not so. Government said this to I us. Think so. We'll get clarity, I guess, yeah. when we when yeah. we do. Yeah. I think that's yeah. going to be. I mean, that makes quite a big difference, you know. If, if government yeah. are actually <laughs> thinking about legislation and, and talking about what do you think? What do you think about that? Do you um, reckon if, the, if banning all American products that are related to cannabis would help us? Uh, I think banning would be difficult because, you know, internationally, governments have to be very careful about trade relations with other countries. Um, I think maybe they could look more realistically at taxing things like they do already. You know, if you import fabrics from China, uh, a fabric that the government deems could be made, or a product that could be made here from South Africans, work, they'll tax you as much as they possibly can, which is exorbitant to the point that you, to run a business off it, it becomes difficult, you might as well source it locally. So realistically, it's a, you know, that would be a far more, uh, I, I want to say, a sound business model for the country. It sounds like a compromise. Though. Yeah, but also you don't want to cut out the international investment. Everyone mm. goes, oh, international investment, international investment. That's what Uruguay's done. Mm. Uruguay cut out international investment. There's a nationalized product there. You get three options, all grown by the government. The dollar gram or something, yeah. Right? And okay. yes, it built their own economy to a certain but extent, but there was no <coughs> in, you know, yeah. external investment Moment. whatsoever. Because no one wants to take part in it. They're like, cool, you guys have allowed it, but right. you're not interested, so fuck you. Right. We're going to sort of like it's say. It's about the bottom dollar, it's a commodity now. You know, we're going to be exporting, like, you know, if we plan on becoming an export country, we can't just say, well, you guys have to take our stuff, but. Fuck you, we don't need any of your stuff. That's not, and remember, we're also nice. sick and tired of what nice we have. Yeah. South Africans are tired of the local sativa dominant mm. strain that we have continuously. Why? That's why we all strive to get this massive, in, these indicas that are so flipping knock you down and sleep. Instead the chronic, of, dude. Instead of yeah, having our local smoke. Mm. So if you bring that in, it'll sell. It'll definitely sell. People can make business from that. And then you can export our stuff just the same. Mm. Free market, literally. Because if you look at like, if you market. look at lots of things, like, Again, I'm going to go to probably the closest examples in this context, alcohol and tobacco, but maybe more so alcohol. We have local market that consumes both locally produced and imported products, and I think we export as well. So I think it's, again, it's an economy thing, but if we look at tobacco, I'm not sure that most of the tobacco in South Africa that is smoked here is growing here. No, I don't so think it so. is possible that maybe there is a threat, maybe not from America, but from Zimbabwe and Mozambique and Malawi who can afford to really enter our market at a price point. 
Like, I'm always for supporting local anyway. I, I will always rather support local. But I don't think that we should stop the internationals from coming and investing or being able to, to sell their product here as well. Maybe that's why something like Edibles was brought up because of at that sort of scale where those business models come into play, it would become about an isolate or an end product, you know. So, mm -hmm. like you see China setting up all over Africa growing hemp because they see CBD as a huge market and they can produce pharmaceutical grade CBD at a massive rate. Ton. You're right, huge yeah. amounts and sell just CBD isolate. And so, you know, in a, in a market where you're growing for extraction, you're growing biomass, you're just growing huge amounts, you're not selling the actual flower as the end product. Yes. That's possibly where I think you, you might see more of these kinds of uh, concerns coming in with trade, you know? Um, but when it comes to the end flower, the cost of that end flower at the standards that the rest of the world deem appropriate, because just remember it's got the, it's way more restricted, like in legal countries it's way more restricted than like even illegal countries. Uh, to some extent. So in Canada, you can't grow more than four plants or you face a jail sentence of five years. You know, you can grow six plants and go to jail for five years, which seems far more unreasonable than saying, well, you can grow it in, in your own home for private private use, you know, and the, the, the arresting uh, officers can determine private use. Six plants, private use. 60 plants, probably not private use. Private use. So, six hundred plants. Regardless of the actual the, the actual terms, I think the, the difficulty becomes is as a new vice, as it were, they want to limit as many harms as they can. Cigarettes, you can grow the tobacco with as many pesticides as you like, because everyone accepts if you're smoking a cigarette, you're killing yourself. So, yeah, who cares? Yeah. It's up to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. No one's really for to say no. You can't grow our tobacco with our pesticides. We, we are not going to smoke right. those cigarettes. Hell no. Yeah, yeah some extra cancer. Cancer on the side. But when it comes to cannabis. Now they want every single product to be tested for residual pesticides. It's almost one of the only, not well, one of the only harvest or, or grown plant that has had so much attention yeah. to its detail of how it's yeah. grown from seed yeah. to harvest. Every single thing is so under, under the microscope. But, I think but is there anything wrong with having high standards to start off with? Of course not, really. But yeah. it's hard for the beginner to get it. Exactly, you limit it. So exactly. now what you're talking about is, can you export a flower that meets Canada's standards at a cheaper rate than what they can grow it in Canada for? Yeah. I suppose that people have the choice, like all the on. Chickens, no, no. Right? Yeah. But this is all the standards across the world want to align with certain standards mm. or good manufacturing processes, right? Yeah. Because also you must remember a lot of people are saying this is medicine. The raw flower is still medicine. So they're saying, right, if that's medicine then it must meet the standards of modern society's medicine. You don't get you don't get like a special class because you grow weed. Right? You, don't, you can't just grow in your background and call it medicine. It has yeah. to fucking be medicine, and it has to be treated like medicine to become a medicine sold yeah. on the market. But that's what they're saying. But that's when the we, disgame debate, know, and that's the boring. We know, <laughs> the, the stoner knows, the dude that's just fucking making a quick you know, extraction with some coconut oil in his stove, he knows that stuff's going to help him. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have to have it in the clean environment. Yeah, in the same way the guy who chews <coughs> the willow knows it's going to help him. Exactly. It's just yeah. a, it's when a, he wants to yeah. walk around the, the, the neighborhood, peddling his homemade clandestine <laughs> aspirin saying it's going to cure your headache, maybe the government's going to say, listen, dude, you can't really walk yeah, around saying sure. you're making aspirin when in fact there's cyanide yeah, or acetone. I think it's going to be like or residual or anything. Yeah, I, saw, I saw a test result. Somebody was proud to show me a test result of residual acetone and isopropanol. Of there being residual. 
how is that even logical thought? That I mean, people are strange though, dude. But let's get to our guest. I think we've got this right technical says I we're cool to go. I just want to say what Charles said there. A government yeah. that limits the amount of plants you can grow must limit alcohol in the same way. Otherwise, they are bigots. And they do. They you do. Can't well, you can brew have a white spirit. Cellar, but you can have a cellar full of wine. This is true. How much can you brew at a time? Curing, let me yeah. uh, you know, to a large Bring extent, they might, Yo, Bobby. if they don't find receipts or packaging. No, no, no. Or... Okay, Bobby. So we're hoping this works first time. Bobby, are you with us? Yeah, terrible audio, but ish. I'll speak slowly. <laughs> So, Bobby, you had that question on your Facebook page about the five-year thing, and it got a great response. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I'm getting some really bad audio at the moment, so um, yeah, let's see what we can... Yeah, I can hardly hear what you're saying. Cool, let's try that again. Uh, so, you had a really good question on your Facebook page about that five-year thing. Could you tell us a little bit about that question and the reaction? Okay, look, I, I, the audio is bad, but I'm just going to go straight into this. Uh, basically, that question was a question that was posed during, uh, as you know, I'm involved with the CECSA, and it was one of the one of the questions that came up or, 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 or um, queries that came up during our recent discussions with government. Obviously, we in liaison with government service uh, with government departments to see how we're going to create a legalized industry. So one of the questions came up is how are we going to imports? And they're talking imports, they're not talking uh, uh, they're not talking like equipment, so they're not talking about export, they're talking about specifically processed cannabis products that are being or have the potential to import it into this market. What do we do? Do we put an embargo together or restrictions? to local uh, emerging industries, our local industry a chance to emerge first, open the door to trade, or do we tax it heavily and use those taxes to develop industry in the form of uh, uh, infrastructure development, uh, farmer loans, uh, there's, there's many things money can be used for to develop our industry. So. It, it was a bit of a contentious issue, as you can see from the feed. Some people are saying yes, some people are saying no. So, yeah. What's your feeling on it? I definitely think that we need to be pretty careful on this. Personally, I think we should, we should be taxing imports just like we'll tax any other commodity. Um, you know, obviously, we've got to protect the interests of the, of the local markets and give our emerging cannabis industry a chance to get on its feet and, uh, and find its own identity. Um, there's a lot of people saying, oh no, but we've got to be in a competitive market, it's got to be competitive. It's only competitive if all the players are playing on, a, on, on an even playing field. So, you know, one side of me says we shouldn't be cutting off uh, foreign imports, or, uh, and the other side of me says, yes, we, sh we should have some sort of a a regulation or some sort of a taxing process or, or restrictions for at least a period of a couple of years in order for us to get our industry on, on the go. But everything is good. I've seen some of the stuff that the emerging industry is doing. 
and it's also, um, yeah, it's fun to take on it. And what's progress been like with the CDCSA? Go again. Go again. And what's progress been like with the CDCSA? Again. And what progress been like with the CDCSI? Well, the CDCSI. Well, the CDCSI. Uh, you know, it's established in seven of the nine provinces. It's organised the. It's uh, there has been the registered entities, and we've kind of got it to a point where there is a national uh, executive council as well as regional or local councils. We're lucky enough here in KZN to be a little bit ahead of the game, so um, you know we're starting to see potential problems before they even arise. And this is one of the concerns that came up: is you know we don't want to. We don't want to sideline the, the small guys, the emerging guys, the, those that have been underground all these years and that. So we need to give them a chance to establish an industry and get their feet on the ground before we can start competing with the big boys overseas. And uh, by the same respect, uh, uh, them competing with us as well. So, I mean, we, we, can't, we can't compete with them. They've got 20 years on, ahead of us. So we don't want foreign imports coming in and uh, and... and Damaging the uh, emerging markets. Um, so um, that's one point. The other point is saying leave, let it open as free trade. Free trade means, hey, what's the possibility of big money, big corporations coming in here and taking over our industry? And they're using money to do it because money talks in the end of the day, not consciences. Can I ask, who are, who are these other players in the world that would be exporting or importing? Well, there's uh, every, everybody knows South Africa is, is is a potential market right now, and they know that uh, the quality of our products and our weed and everything is world class. So there has been a lot of interest by foreign companies. There has been a lot of interest by big money. Uh, the thing is, is what about what about the small guy? You know, in the end, I, I'll never support anything that, that jeopardizes a small guy. These are the guys that have have been suffering for many years. They, they're the guys who need the uplifting the most. And clearly the whole proposal, the, the African model we're working on, uh, largely calls for absolute deregulation of growers and the people that grow. In other words, you can grow as much as you want. However, how do we tax this? How do we control these growers? Don't control them. Leave them. Let them continue as they always have. Uh, tax it at point of sale. In other words, for separate industry like myself, I'm a registered tax paying in, in, entity, but I support informal trade. Informal traders sell their product to me. I process it and I pay, pay tax on it. It's a beautiful system because you're cutting the red tape out of the deal completely and allowing the growers to become established. And again, this is this 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 is going to change in the future as as we develop the model, as the model expands and better, uh, as our industry gets more solid, as our infrastructure gets better. We're going to have to relook at it. We'll have to relook at what are we going to do? Are we going to continue with uh, uh, with 
heavy tatters. So it's it's a process that is going to it's going to have its problems, and we're going to have to iron it out. But the only way we're going to do that is let's make it work and work the, the the issues as we go. So it's as simple as that. How are things going at the Bobby Greenash Foundation? How are things going at the Bobby Greenash Foundation? Like Take four. How are things going at the Bobby Greenash Foundation? There's always something going on in the Bobby Greenash Foundation. <laughs> Oh, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a question. Yeah, going a bit wild at the moment. Uh, obviously, with the change of the dynamics in the industry with the recent decriminalization, obviously, there's a whole lot more interest in the industry. There's a whole lot more interest in the average person on the ground wanting to get into the industry, wanting to grow weed. Some of them don't want to get into the industry. It's putting a lot of pressure on us. We've had to increase production. We are expanding a lot of our, uh, our uh, distribution throughout the country. Yeah, so we got a lot of things on our plates at the moment in between trying to go and solve their problems. So yeah, we we all in and yeah, time time start building now. <laughs> what are you smoking tonight? Uh, I think I got some Nassonesia haze and I think there's a bit of rye lying around. But, uh, yeah, it's floated up a bit. Um, yeah, I was, I was looking at your sound boy there bashing on that, uh, that dabs. I've got to say, I'm seeing how jealous. Thank you very much. Um, you lot are teasing goodbye, me now. Anything you'd like us to follow or check out or anything you'd like to share, shout out to the folks out there? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, guys, keep it real. Grow weed. It's uh, just, just do it. Everybody's saying, ah, Bobby, how are you doing this? How, you, how must we do this? Everybody's just do it, guys. At the end of the day, we'll sort the problems out as they come. If you've got an idea, just, yeah, grow some and do it, man. <laughs> And he goes, peace out, guys. Thank you very much. Catch you, catch you on the flip side. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs>
So we've got, a, we've got a shout out there from Grow Guru to Al. Bromance. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's Gromance. That's the two grow shops have been Gromance. Gromance. Oh, fuck off now. That's new lingo even for me, Gromance. Eh? So, will you Oaks do me a favor while I get fucking higher? So, we said we're going to do some cloning. So, yeah, we're going to do, do some plans. fucking cloning. So, let's clear some space. And you, you and Dan are going to give us, and Joe's going to B-roll this, and I'm just going to take oh, a backseat. The theory, eh? Hey? Okay, and we're going to make it, eh? Hey? So let's shout out to Grow Guru. What are we shouting out? This Grow Blocky thing? Grow, yeah. Grow well, it's not No, but Pargro comes from Grow Guru. Yes. Anyway, we're going to be doing some coding tonight. <laughs> okay, you're going to fire up that camera. <laughs> I mean, let me get a, no, no, we don't need the camera. It's too... We, we need it for the close-ups, man. <laughs> Listen, this UK butter wax in the meantime is really flippin' nice. It's okay. tasty. It's fuck. Use the trichoma water. Yeah, we're going to. Okay. <coughs> like there is a bottle right there. Okay, so what's, what you're doing? Tell people what you're doing step by so step. What Act we, like what I'm we, retarded. Dan, what you... Daddy, Daddy, what you doing there? So what we got to do is we've got to take cuttings from this plant and put them into our rock wool cubes here. If you want to have new cuttings from a already established plant that you found outside and you want to chop some cuttings. So what you want to do is you want to obviously prepare your ruffle cubes. We don't have any... Why would I want to take cuttings though? Why would well, I want to cut this plant up? It looks so nice. Why would I want to fucking shit up? You take that one out and try and get those prepared. <laughs> do I need so, if you want to make um, clones or genetic identical copies of this plant, you can remove shoots and get them to grow roots out of the stalk. And you do that by isolating the stalk in something that will allow it to grow roots. So I'm photocopying the plant? To, to a degree, yes. You know, like every photocopy, there will be slight differences, small differences. It won't be exactly the same every time. Okay. But does the ink eventually run dry as well? Um, that's, a, that's a good question. It's a very good question. There's a lot of debate around that. I've um, heard that it doesn't run dry. That you can clone and then make a clone from a clone and make a clone from a clone and make a clone from a clone? In a perfect world, yes. Okay. In a perfect but world, you can do a lot of things. Is that but clone that from a clone, first one and the last one, grown exactly the same? Every single thing was it exactly the same? In a perfect world. Because if it wasn't, then it's different. Okay. So you call bullshit. Well, you at least no, call, not, not bullshit, you call but, variables. But if you're going to get guys take clones in these commercial uh, facilities, that they can take hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clones and keep the strain alive but they sort of say that they do see problems arising in the later stage that's why large-scale operations will now move to tissue culture a lot of the time what's tissue culture tissue culture is making essentially a clone but not having to start with a stalk you can effectively start with any part of the plant so you can start with say a part of the leaf all you need is some genetic material to, to Jurassic Park it. So if you're a spy, you try to get the dude's DNA and you go and steal the hairbrush. So they try one hair and they can literally recreate that human from the hair. And it's like that. And then they can match it to your DNA. Well, it is so the same DNA. So that you can have the perfect weave. We have to match your DNA. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Weed for you or some shit like yeah. that. Okay, so what we're doing here. Yeah, so what we're doing is instead of... What we can do first actually is we can start some seeds. And then we no chance of that camera. Off. We really... Yeah. It would be great that can. Joe, you were well, doing a great job. So this was donated to us by the the, the grower because it actually hermied, which means that it, which means that it uh, it 
it was female, but then it got either it either has bad lineage or it has bad growing environment. But to the looks of it, doesn't look like it had a bad growing environment. It was just the lineage that basically made it unstable. Unstable and it put out its male trait. Like we're saying, it's a custom semenia. And also, you've got to be so careful because what I've seen from flowering plants is your plants look so lacquer in flower, and all of a sudden there's balls, and it can fuck shit up. It, does. it really can. It's deceiving. Huh? <coughs> Should we cut this open? Yeah, okay, so what you got here? What you got here, Dan? So we've got some soil here from Freedom Farms. Shout out to Freedom Farms. Yeah, shout out to Freedom Farms. They're really cool. Yes, and they are also Fields of Green for all uh, affiliates. Yes, recently yes, they joined yes. Fields of Green. Yeah, so Freedom Farms is local, hey? Yeah, okay. Ah. Still in Yeah, so shout Corvus. out to Freedom Farms. They're the guys that we've got the soil from. Obviously, Corvus everything really through Green Thumb Hydro. Um, and we've got some pots here, which we're going to put some soil into, and we've got some seeds inside here. And you can just hold the phone now. There's some mm -hmm. seeds there. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do some seeds too for you, actually. And then there's the broccoli cubes, which we just soaked in a bit of water. You have to soak them in water. Well, actually, you don't. Nowadays, well, you, you're sorry, you do have to soak them in water, mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be pH'd anymore, because all of their products have been designed that you can just soak them in normal, your, whatever pH it is. So they've got a pH five, buffer. Five, these ones are being soaked in trichoma water. Wait, so what's pH? This is, this is tap water, yeah. What's pH? Why does it matter? Okay, so hydroponic pH is between 5.5 and 6.5. Okay. Uh, veg, what organics is? And what, that's the acidity of the water. Yeah. That's the power, yeah, the, the acidity, yeah, the acidity of the water. Probable hydrogen. Power of hydrogen. Well, no, the te technician, say it. Potential hydrogen. Potential hydrogen. Potential hydrogen. It sounds like a fucking bomb. It does. It has to do with the binding of the water. And how much hydrogen is used to bind the actual Potential of the water. You know, there's some deep law being mumbled in the back here, which is I could speak up about this. Some real Eisenberg shit. Okay. It's quite dry, but anyway. So what are you doing there? Getting some of this growing And is this hydroponic or soil that you This is organic. This is pure Organic one. Good soil. It's got so all is, the things that plants will ever need. So I'll give us the pitch nice and so you're selling it to me. Why must I go spend my money on Freedom Farms when I'm there by GT Hydro? What's this thing? Because they have done all the research you would have needed to do if you wanted to make soil appropriate for growing a plant like this. Yeah. So without having to go make the mistake of buying potting soil or then trying to find worm castings or bone meal or whatever it is, these guys have gone through the process of figuring out what's the best mix for the everyday guy who wants soil for his plants. Any plants. I mean, we grow at the shop, you'll see we have everything from tomatoes to parsley to beans. Any plants. But these plants especially grow very well in that soil and at sort of sub 200 rand a bag you, you can grow easily two to three plants this size um, you know in a, in a reasonable size pot. And does it just add water? You can, you can just add water or I if you want to get technical that. you can add nutrients it's, that's what's so great about it, it's appropriate for both, it's appropriate for guys who just want to add water you know, you can put it in a pot and leave it outside, and chances are, if it's a good rainy season, you won't even have to add water. You okay. know? Like, if it's a big enough pot, and if there's enough yeah, soil, it'll work. Mm. Okay. Otherwise, yeah. And what we got on, what you're showing us there, Dan, what's the pitch there? If you were there, GT selling me what's in front of us, what's that fucking shit? 
Uh, well, this is basically the two big bottles of the base range, is your grow and your bloom. And those are the ones that are mostly available. These yeah. ones in the front are just um, actually one source at the moment. You don't really get them in South Africa. They are coming next year. They are coming, but they... They're just reg busy registering them. Yeah, this was from when good old Mr. Patrick from Biobase was over. Yeah. He gave oh, yeah. all the sample packs and gave us the top max and then the active era uh, the Bio Heaven. Check him out on Insta. I think he's like Mr. Biobase or Mr. something Bio like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mr. Biobase. Yeah. And then there's all these other products. What have we got here? We've got Manx supplements, Oak. Good stuff. Steroids. Sugars. Let's take these glasses there. What have we got here? We've got some Clonex. Clonex is a good rooting hormone. It helps you to get some fast roots. And very healthy and white and bushy. This is a product that they've got that also is very good for young plants. It's just also to give boost to young, young, young plants. We'll get that next year. That's a, yeah. So we've got some contraband product here, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> those are samples. Those were sent as samples. Okay. Okay. And then we've got some Kelpak. Okay, so Mr. Technician must speak his loudest here yeah, because this man this in the background here, you know vegans. He's like a vegan yeah, squared yeah, yeah. about fucking Kelpak. Why must I use Kelpak? Loud. Uh, it's a single strain of uh, kelp that grows in the cold waters of South Africa. And uh, these guys have a special cell burst technology of extracting all the hormones and um, auxins and uh, basically just like conditioners for your plant. And uh, with this cell burst technology, it is absolutely readily available. It's a patented uh, process. This guy sells tons of it to the rest of the world. It is really a gem. I mean, you foliar feed, you root, you foliar feed, you root. It's just more fruits. If you look at uh, the guide on the back, some of it is like for hardcore farming, agricultural. The five liter, I think, is put with a thousand liters one one time. Done. Done. Okay. Put it on your hoop spray, millies grows. But also, there's some tests uh, about it where they take grapes after it's harvested and they uh, drench it in the kelp pack and the fruit is sweeter and lasts longer just because it's of even post-harvest post-harvest they use it on the fruits and things cool. the what else industry can't work without Calpac. they use it a lot <coughs> this man must get a commission from Calpac. Yeah. this man deserves a no, lifetime supply probably south african it's a south african product really it is Calpac, if you're watching say that some shit that's the Shut best up. part about it hey? buy the checkers he's he really he got a free bottle out of us Email Kelpak. Email Pro Soil. Also amazing. This yeah, is a good nitrogen product. fixer and got lots of bio bio. What, and like both those are local products. And lots of bacteria and nice. and yeah, it's such it's a damn good product. Yeah, so this is a good one to have. Hundred percent. FBJ. You got a bit of molasses. Also local. Blackstrap. Captain Blackstraps. Um, this comes from. That from the High Postal, Windell, and also Jamie's Jamie's, Jamie's store. Oh, yeah. Jamie's store in Cape Town, he's also got this. I think he was the first to have this from what he, I remember. He produces it, actually. There we go. So Welcome Jamie's back to History Channels. Dirty Hands. <laughs> there we go. Dirty Hands. No, that's his, there we go. That's it. Dirty Hands. Dirty Hands is his thing, and that's where yeah, you get the black strap and everything. Mm. Jamie's the man. Get some of this real good organic stuff black if you want it. He also is down with the knowledge. Lacquer. Lacquer. Good old. Fulvic. 
Thank God it's the right, the one that's spelled correctly, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Was the other one like the woman's bit? Yeah, the, the History Channel. <laughs> Recap. You want to tell us the story about this? <laughs> Never mind. So anyway, here's the big plant. So you should do seeds. You want to plant the seeds? Uh, no, let's take well, the uh, seeds. You decide. You guys do it. I'm you guys do it. the camera and you're supposed to show me. Hmm. I'm going to learn and watch. Oh, I lost it. Oops. Okay, well, let's get, some, let's get a pen or something. Or scissors. Let's do the seeds. Let's do the seeds first. Yeah, go for so it. So you take the okay. soil. Use the vaping <laughs> to make the hole. <laughs> you take the soil from the bag and you put it inside the pot. You make it a little bit moist. It should be wet anyway. It shouldn't be dry. It's a little bit dry. It's too dry. And how deep you make in the hole? Well, it's actually too dry. You can put some water in there. Take some cuttings first. Let's take some cuttings. Cool, so this is like, you remember that shit when you used to come home after school, especially around exams, it'd be that puss, William Smith, there on TV with the projector, teaching you shit. you got to do it like that oak now, oak. Okay, so, this place. Okay, so when you want to take a cutting, the reason why you're going to take cutting is because you want to jumpstart the process or for instance if you have a strain that you like and you want to get more cuttings from it or more plants of that one particular plant instead of having that one single seed you now want to take many of it so what you do is you're going to take that plant take a cutting of it and make it root and because it's a exact clone of the plant it's going to be exactly what it is so what you do is you're going to go right to the top here you get an arm can you see it there Cut it off, and you're left with that. Okay. Then you can just trim it more of an angle. Oh, that's not good. So you see how that's all like raggedy and shit. Mm. That's not right. Okay. So let's get the razor out. What you should have is you should have a razor that you can use to. Get a nice clean cut because <coughs> these are the babies. So you just make sure they're right. Chicky's a deaf dad, eh? So, so, can you see that? Right. Yeah. Should we just cut that off and get a clean cut like that? Okay. At an angle? At a 45 degree angle, yes. Uh, the, the bigger the angle, the better because you're giving more exposure to the xylem, I think it is. Mm -hmm. And that then allows more exposure for where the root points will be pu pushing out. Then what you do is you take your rooting hormone, which is that clonic stuff. Let me just. Oh. It's this stuff. Yeah, so that's the rooting hormone. That's this stuff here, this purple stuff here. What you do once you've taken your cutting, and you shouldn't have it out in there. So when you take your cutting, you should put it into water like that so that you're not going to allow an air bubble to travel up in the center of the, the stem. If that does happen, you're going to kill the plant basically. So basically, take your cutting, put it into water, and then when you're ready, with your rockwool cube already soaked, or a jiffy cube, or whatever medium you're going to choose, you take the end that's been cut at a 45, you can scratch it a bit to expose the, the bottom layer, the xylem. Some guys will even split it down the center, just a little bit. And all you do is you take that, dip it into your rooting hormone. Now you see, this is not the bottle. 
you must never stick this into the bottle. You must always take it out and have it into something else so that you don't contaminate whatever's sitting inside there. Then that goes straight into your rockwool cube. You can stick it into the hole or some people like to stick it on the side, which gives it more coverage around it and make sure that it stands firm instead of in the hole which it might fall over and then you you pretty much screwed because the point oh, is to keep it as still as stable as possible. Then what you can do is you can trim all the leaves down half, oh, essentially go. to not allow for transpiration too much, so it doesn't sweat out too much. Because also, from what I understand, at this stage, the plant now will be drinking through its leaves exactly. for the yeah, next week. Exactly, it's going to be taking any moisture you give it or that is in the air through its leaf, but it also has to maintain that leaf. So you want to make it as small as possible, but still out to its job. And then it has to push itself. The, the rooting hormone is basically like, what is it, like an infection that makes it push roots out, needing to find, okay. find more nutrients. So now that's what they're going to try and do. So that's the cloning process, basically. Right. <coughs> and so that enough. would have all come from if we had taken a seed. moist now, mm -hmm. you just make a hole that's just below the surface, doesn't have to be very deep, literally 10 mils is enough, drop the seed in and cover it up. Once you've done that to all of them, make a little hole, drop the seed in, cover it up. What you can do is just give them a bit more water. Not drown them, just drown moist. Them. Generally, what you're going to do is if, if, if the, see, this bag was a little bit dry, we should have had a little bit more moist. But if the bag, if, if you put your finger into it and it feels moist, it's good. Oh! That's a good one. Oh. Dang! So there we go. That's, and that's, that's where that would have come from. But now the difference between this and this is you're going to. This is a four-month plant to harvest. This is a two-and-a-half-month plant, maybe three-month plant to harvest. Okay. Maybe five-month. Okay. And there we go. That's a clone, and that's a seed. That's a cutting. And then we pull all this shit out. We take all of that out. Sorry. It was quite dirty. Because yeah. mm -hmm. now, from what I understand, these both want to be moist for like a week. The seeds want to be moist. Not overwater, but moist. Just to give the shells the chance to crack and split. So just keep an eye on it. And I know that the clones want super high humidity, like 100% humidity, to drink through the roots, through the leaves for that first yeah. week or so. Yeah, hey? yeah, for the first few days, they want to can tell you, everyone can tell you how to do it, you can read it, but if you don't actually do it yourself and actually learn the, the just the ins and outs of it and the ways just to get through it. Yeah, and I think also it. you learn by doing it. That's it, so, the school fees, eh? so what we're going to do is, okay, I keep saying we must do this thing, then we must do this thing. Maybe what we'll do is we'll make an effort to actually physically grow a plant over the next 50 fucking episodes. Who thinks it's well, a good just, idea? What do you guys? We just put seeds down. We just put seeds down. These seeds must be grow these we'll ones. Grow the seeds. And that lonesome fucking hermaphrodite clone there. No, that thing is just a <laughs> no. show and tell. That was not, that's, these yeah, are getting chopped. They're going to be thrown in the dustbin. <laughs> or juiced. Not be juiced. No, no plants will harm during the show. I'm going to hear them, I could hear, as you were cutting it, I could hear the plants screaming. 
That was inhumane what you did. The blade is not vegan. The what? The blade you used is not vegan. Uh, You've got to use your nails. Sure. Your so nails. Your teeth. Okay. <laughs> 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 Look, that's like the very rough approach to just cloning. I mean, it is the right way to do it, but flip. You've got to be more sterile. You've got to be a lot more organized. You've got to be... There's a lot more to it than just what just some cut stick it in. It does work. Don't get me wrong. Oaks have done it, but that's not you know you're gonna do it properly. You want to do it properly. Do it in the right environment. Go read up about it. Choose the right medium that you're gonna go to. Don't just go into Rockwell and you're gonna change to cocoa and you're gonna change to this or what. Plan your grow. Plan your grow forward. Um, and you know what I think you do. You don't need sorry. You don't need this. You don't need to have clonex. Just because I just use this wonderful product that's pricey and whatnot. You don't need this. You can spit on them and they'll root. Mm. But go do your research. This stuff, honey, aloe, um, willow, willow. make your own rooting hormone from willow trees as they are shooting new shoots. But you know what? I'm going to speak about the effect. I call this the Horae effect. So this okay like a butterfly effect through the cannabis industry. Because when he wrote, oh, it's not Jenna. Like the Cannabis Grow Bible. So mm. when you read Jorge Cervantes or like Ed Rosenthal, these are the oaks who've been writing about growing weed for like 30 years. These are the oaks who've been there. When you read their shit, the products you see are Biobiz, Clonex, General Hydroponics. So I feel like these products have become so popular they don't even need to advertise themselves anymore because they're just such staples. They just exist. They're like Omo and all that shit. Just to say, this, this <clears throat> out of all of those bottles from Trichroma, this sorbet is the one that's got the best. You're right, dude. The best nose on it. I'm going to smoke that shit. But I don't think it's, well, maybe it's, it is, it must be. Smell this. I think it's fake weed. No, no, just that I know that he, just smell that. There's, a, there's, it's, it's really, really got a good nose, but it smells to me like there's like a spray on it. No, 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 not at all. No, it's got a very nice smell. Are we running Smells the like poll? The to me. Yes, we are. Send me no. some screenshots quick. Uh, guys, please remember to check out the poll. Tell us what it's your right. thoughts I'm are. Saying that a hint. You rate we should put a five year ban on importing weed stuff when it's legalized or now or whenever. Yay or nay. Let's smoke some of that shit yeah, with yeah, man. Right Anyone going to do shout outs there, man? Do some shout outs, Joe. Have we got anyone to say hi to? My so eyes are too Charles has been really busy chatting tonight. Charles, you rock. You know, you're a hero. Ricky Stone, how's it going? We've got the Cannabis oh, Consultant yeah. SA. Welcome. Uh, he's yeah, going medium and high quality genetics. Yeah, you can yeah. clone with Aloe 100%. Yeah. This Aloe is, is a be very, a very, good, very good wetting agent as well, so it's good to use it in, in like mixing any of your organics into the, the soil. So I've got Aloe in my garden. Can I just go chop a piece of that? How does it work? Majority yeah, of South Africa. All of South Africans' Aloe's are Aloe yeah. Vera dominant, so yeah. yes. You said honey. What if I dipped it in cannabis infused honey? In that. <laughs> Look, I don't think the cannabis is going to do much. Yeah. I don't think it's going to have any effect. And there's a, there's a, wait, hold on. Would a plant with an endocannabinoid system in it react to it? What plant has that system in it? Like the human body? Well, yeah. And what if it was, if I also had some pilot like magic mushrooms in that honey? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to microdose yeah, your you, clothes. How would you try and it doesn't know? Look, I don't know, Graham. You guys are teaching me through this process. No, I don't think okay, that'll work. So that's, I'm just asking all the dumb questions. No. Because I'm really good at that. Cool, man. Let's move on to some news, guys. So this story, 
It was also, it was one of those headlines that was everywhere locally over the last week. Uh, the one I'm referring to is the News 24 one. It tunes 300 drivers fired after testing positive for marijuana. Company stands firm on their sackings. The Pretoria-based trucking company has defended its decision to dismiss three of it, 300 of its drivers who tested positive for Dacha. The quote is, yes, unfortunately we had to dismiss 300 of our truck drivers after they tested positive for, mar for marijuana use, which is in violation of our company Innovative Staffing Solutions Code of Conduct. And uh, then they also go on to say something like it's basically the equivalent of letting someone who is high get in a 60-ton missile and cruise down the highway. Which is kind of true in an extreme world. But basically 300 Oaks just lost their job. And I can't imagine, do you think these guys were smoking BB and newspaper joints while driving? Or it's just Oaks who, who smoked after hours and weed is in your system for ages? Well, you know... The judgment clearly says that we can consume cannabis in our private space, and science tells us that cannabis stays in your system for a minimum of 10 days. I mean, up to six months in a really chronic user, like, you know, us. Yeah. Um, it's going to show up six months after the last time we smoked. So there's no way of proving intoxication in the workplace. And it's an invasion of their privacy. The company can't dictate what the oak does 10 days before he has to go to work. But if the if company requests that by signing the contract to you join the company, clean. that part of the mandate is you do not consume mm -hmm. any form mm -hmm. of substances. But it's discrimination be because alcohol, I mean, they can blow the next morning and it can be like low down already. If you didn't smoke that morning and literally gets to work, and obviously even if you smoke the night before, after work, after your shift, you're, it's still in your blood, you're still going to get tested positive for it. I mean, so, you know, I don't think anyone's, anyone's questioning, mm. you know, the validity of mm. whether or not the substances influence their ability to do their drug, I mean, their job, excuse me, I think we can all agree, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't to a certain degree, maybe for some people it might, you know, others it will have a far lesser effect. Um, but I think especially corporates will take simple stances and say, well, you know, when you sign the dotted line, it's not our fault you didn't read the fine print. You know, we requested, we said, you cannot use substances currently not scheduled for legal adult human, you know, use under these and these statutes sorry you know they're just going to play that it's cold it's hard i agree but there's 300 more people waiting for that job do you reckon they tested for anything right. else um do you reckon they only tested for cannabis because of the judgment or do you think they were doing a blanket test and I that's the one that came up the most you would probably find they would test for everything it's i think they anyway let me split another quote out quick then uh, they, they quoted also from these guys, the contract states that in the employee undertakes and understands that he or she is not allowed to work or be on either the employer, a client or any other premises where working duties are performed while under the influence of alcohol and or intoxicating drugs. So it sounds like it's a blanket thing. So under the influence. No, but you, it doesn't sound okay. like they fired 300 Dacher workers and 10 Tukkopper. Well, and five alcoholics. It seems like it was just weed oaks. Do you think that's the case? That's the impression I'm getting from the headline. It was just weed smokers. Because surely they found other stuff. 
Oh, they must have, but I think, you know, media is always a little bit of a drama queen. Yeah, look, also, if, they, if they're restricting it directly to work, you know, or being intoxicated on the company's dollar, essentially, then the company runs into a problem about, like you say, proving it. Mm. How do you prove that I was intoxicated on, on, on your dollar? Um, you know, that if it was more explicit to say, in your entire life, you know, like they said as part of some employee conduct, innovation, whatever, you know, this might be some kind of HR crap that they instill and they say, right, because we know weed is now a big hot topic, we're going to go for you, sorry. Well, listen, I'd like to add that there is someone who is standing up to help these drivers. So um, if you know any of these drivers who were fired or if you are one of them, please get hold of us. Our email mm. is down in the description because we've got some real dink and help for you. Mm. Um, um, the clear option is contacted to Tatsutawu and they mm. are going to be joining forces to help these guys. I bet you these were guys, sorry, mm. No, this, uh, this company is going to end up... Um, Millions. Yeah, millions. you know, if it is, if you know, it guys, is, you breathe deeply because your money's coming. It will happen. Unfair. If this was a bully that you know that do that, if this is a truck company, from what I take it, right? Driving company, transport company. It's a staffing it? company. I mean, if you can, if you can yeah. afford to fire three hundred people, mm. there must be a very big trucking company that has a lot of people traveling long distance, probably. You'd probably mm. do that if had 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 this career for maybe five, ten years. You know, they all do. They're just driving. They're driving the truck, and they've never made a mistake. Mm. And they smoke because it's better than them going after shift and drinking five beers to go to sleep to wake up to drive a truck. Is mm. that not right? I mean, Waking up drunk. Not even, just a hangover, just the mm. effect of a hangover every single night because you have problems at home and you have to deal with and now you have to drink a beer or rather smoke a joint. I also wonder smoke what the union... Just relax, chill out, go to bed and sleep because you can wake up in the morning and you can get back in that truck and you can truck on the whole entire yeah. day yeah. and then get and if that's what you do that's what you do keep on trucking but if you're testing the dude and he's like night no, comes up for you know for then he's literally put his life on the line driving your truck every day all day long distance blah 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 it just comes down to whether or not you can prove it was on company time exactly yes. if it was uh, on company time then sure you're in the wrong there we go Sorry, 100% and I do agree if, that, if, that's, if you yeah. signed on the dotted line you sign on the dotted line end of story and but the, the catch is though because we don't have accurate testing methods relating to time of consumption. Mm -hmm. With alcohol, you can breathalyze, yeah. and you know, we can you know, then draw blood within a certain yeah. amount of time, and it's calibrated according to X well, like I believe parameters. something is going to be coming out soon. Where I've heard a, a little whisper, but I, I can't say yeah, much because so I don't know much. I'm sure there will be. Okay. So it's stay it's tuned. It's a more positive yeah, yeah, sure form of, of testing. Of what? Uh, Blood testing. No, no saliva. Cannabis. No, no. Oh, saliva. Oh, okay, Cannabis okay. Saliva. Is that Sage Analytics or something that's just been, that's here, that they're advertising big time? This portable unit? Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it online. No, tell us about it. It's a small, let me get it, I'll get the information. Like I say, I don't know much, that's why I can't say much. I remember reading Canada having issues with their breathalyzing as well, where they sort of defaulted their legislation to put a lot of um, onus on the police officer whether or not he believes the person to be intoxicated or not um, because their, their science just isn't the science isn't strong enough or didn't hold up in court yeah it's called sage analytics basically it's actually bobby green actually got one of them okay what he's, is that? he's running these for his uh company or this place that i've seen and they do tests and it's basically a handheld unit not a held in unit so it's a, it operates on a tablet and it's got a box where it vaporizes the let me just check. Hold on. Let me get the right terminology before I sign. Is it like a mini moment. gas spectrometer? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Almost. Okay. 
mean, that could be quite funny. That was like a CSI thing to say. the 80s that was only like, you know, <laughs> futuristic. Gas spectrometer. <laughs> Close, man. So, uh, the Oaks, the techies are treating me so far on the poll. Uh, uh, should SA ban cannabis imports? 60, 67% say yes. Okay. And 33% say no. So, I think the trolls are asleep under the bridge because I feel like last week's okay. poll was a troll. How about this then? Who are we going to import from? Every, so, so, we're talking about international, international markets. Who are these international markets? Oh. America doesn't allow imports. Only Canada and Europe allow any kind of trade, import or export of cannabis products. And those cannabis products have to be pharmaceutical grade cannabis products. Those are their standards if you want to export or import them. They have to be GMP standard products. And to attain those standards, the cost is exorbitantly high, far greater than the average farmer will ever achieve here. Okay. So the the average farmer here is going to compete with people, say, in Zambia, who've been contracted under Chinese money to produce acres and acres and acres and acres and acres of CBD-rich biomass. Yeah. So everyone here thinks, let me try grow some dank, where in Zambia they're saying it's a commodity treated like agriculture, and that's the market that sort of in the long term eventually wins out. Or, you know... If you look at the actual sort of trade that exists across the world, it's very small. It's very, very minimized. You know, you can, between select countries in Europe and Canada, basically. America, there's some CBD import, but you've got GW Pharma opening class action against CBD, you know, pr producers very soon, because they've got FDA approval and DEA to reschedule. And everything and everything. Right. right? Yeah. So, so the market's actually much smaller than what people make out. In my mind, this still, still feels like a very abstract question, and I don't feel like it's, there's a yes or no one, but maybe you guys can help me out on this no, question here. Yeah. No. Um, uh, Brett Gunter, Gunter, I have a question. There is a claim that there's a saliva test that can only detect up to a max of six hours after smoking. Here is a link to example. I don't see the link, but have you guys heard of something like this? No, not. I haven't heard of anything like this. Section, you know that. You always wanted to do a gross section. So that was lacquer, man. You know what? That's good because I mean, they're no, we'll make it effort, so then that's a, a nice add background. Oh, we'll get a given shout out. But I think what we'll do is we'll put a nice pot in there, stick it. Maybe the first smell that I got was. No, but at the same time, it's possible. At the same time, because. We okay or no go? We're okay. Are we live? Are we just talking shit? Okay, we're back to live again. Are we back? We're back. Yay! Yeah, the these oaks in the background keep getting out of the defibrillator. It's like. Yes. We have the best text in the world. We are so blessed. We are such lucky fish. What are we talking about? Fuck knows. No, <laughs> they got the bots remember, again. We <laughs> Remind us, what were we talking about? Testing, talking yes, about the, about the testing. Drivers. We were waffling about testing. We were waffling. about testing equipment. Uh, yeah, basically. So, I think um, it's a good thing that this thing's available. Even though it's so basic and it's such a small little testing piece of equipment. And we've got a special guest here. I think we've got a guest coming in. Oh, 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 oh,
Joe, do the thing. Whoa. Do the thing. Jingle. Do we sing the Spur version? Hi. Uh, no, I don't know the Spur version. You, see you, never like saw, you never saw my comments as jazz farmer, no? No, I we're all commenting intro. on Joe's attire for the evening. Yes. I think you look so cool in that couch like ninjas. In the couch ninja. Couch ninjas. I see Indigo Girl was also saying she loved the outfit. Okay, well, you know that. You see the thing he's got on Instagram where he just flashes through with all the different colours you can have of all of him. But they weigh a fucking ton. Have you checked them out? I think we should also do. He sent them to me. Do you know what an asshole I look in these? Really? Yeah, no, with my little spindly legs. I find women look a fair bit better in them than men do. I can see Jules' balls hanging out. Yesterday was Jules' birthday. Yay! some of this because tight trichoma stuff is top draw. Remember the stuff they had at the Dab Olympics? Oh, at, uh, what do you call it? Amber Cup? Oh yeah. Oh. Well no I don't. Dab Olympics was the <laughs> Yeah look the Dab Olympics was the forerunner. Let's have a quick test drive of this. So I've just been shooting the reenactment of the night we got busted for the first time ever. It's like we're running around in our heads now for, from eight years ago for a camera actually for the UK. Wow. And um, it's really weird what you remember later, eight years later. Oh, fuck, that was going on at the same time. And all these psycho cops around that you don't really remember until now. It's been no. quite a freak out. I'm anyway, sure. I'm sure you feeling freshly traumatised? Totally traumatised, and um, I'm hoping this will get rid of my yeah, uh, cop-induced yeah. psychosis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that must have been quite a long day then. Um, mm, Jesus. Um, so what was the and what was the poll? How did the poll go for um, the imports and exports and stuff? It's still going. They sent us an update a little <coughs> while ago. We'll get a new one soon. But so far, two thirds were saying no to exports. So don't <coughs> let, don't let, I mean don't let imports in, and one third was saying yeah let them in. Okay. Sure. Uh, what was everybody's? Did you ask everybody's opinion to their faces here? No. no. What's your opinion? Um, well, my opinion is it might cut your nose to spite your face a little bit. I think there has to be complete laissez-faire in all of this, but we have to make sure in the next two years that we put so many systems in place that it's going to be very difficult for them to catch up with us. We don't need to be importing anything. When why? You consider this. 
Canada's run out of weed yeah. a week into legalization, yeah. Yeah. and now they import. fucking want to export it to us. Yeah, exactly. There's, did anyone say that? Am I repeating anything? No, no, no. 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 So We're getting what, there, though. The first thing that was in my head was um, three days into legalization, Quebec runs out of weed, but there's only four places you can buy it, and if you don't buy it from them, you're a fennel. It's called communism. Yes. So now people are buying it on the black market as usual. But in the same breath, the Canadians want to export weed all over the world. So I smell another rat. So the government is trying to just cut everyone's consumption, basically. It has to be that. They couldn't have fucking run out. They've had 18 months to think about it. If they'd given it to all the people who were running it anyway, they would have an abundance of weed. But no, 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 11 producers, blah, blah. Anyway, we can do a bit of that next week because the balls up we had with Dane Larson last week, that we could see him going, ah, nah, nah, we couldn't hear him. Well, that's ironed out, and he's game to come back next week to talk about a little bit of nitty-gritty of what's going on on the street in Canada. Because yeah. it's bizarre it's as fuck, eh? Crazy, it's, it's You know what? It's kind of like to appease the UN and say, hey, we're going to legalise it, but we're going to be strict about it. But yeah. the, the dude on the corner with the phone, he's doing a roaring trade, believe yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's busy fuck, as usual. this is nice, eh? I think that is. These guys know what they're playing. It's tasty. Eh? It's full, bud. This is not trim, eh? It can't be trim. So fucking tasty. No, it's taken and what are you saying there, Al? No, I was just going to say, I, I think Canada sort of rushed it. They said, Let, we're going to legalise, and then they, they went about some kind of legislation and regulation, and they sold out, essentially, to big corporate, you know? They sold out to people like Canopy and Aurora yeah, and Afria, and now those guys are pressuring government, saying, we've put all this money into all the le- you know legislation that you wanted us to meet champion all that kind of, all that kind of like yeah, standards it's all yeah. expensive. and we cannot make money here this is not working you have to you have we to have to go to africa everywhere. and steal their son yeah. Right? Because you don't have, you don't pay for wheat per kilowatt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's the thing. That's why we're not going to import from them. We're going to export to them. That's it. Yeah. So we need their money. We need their money to start. The only way the here. world goes round here with with this is to get foreign exchange back into this country because yeah. it's been fucked off everywhere. It's gone through every single leaky vassal everywhere. The key, the key with this crop, I think, is allowing the farmer to still hold on to the profit somehow. Exactly. Not like, the, not like the farms now. Right? The farms here, um, this whole idea of, oh, the farmer owns the farm, doesn't uh, mean shit. Money's in the packaging and processing. Everyone knows that. Yeah. We export our best oranges. Farmer gets the this. Guy, the grapes and everything. And he gets right. this. Exactly. The guy, gets, the guy who actually grows the thing gets nothing. The guy who packages and sells it gets the most. The legislation that needs to be put in place needs to allow for the guy to grow it to still yeah, get I agree. portion or portion. packaging or the guy who does the processing has to invest Shit, in the um, growing or you know the tax that's that's set on the end product gets given back to the grower because he was the one at the end of the day that grew this product you might as, might have any product but it didn't grow properly because that's where they're gonna that's where they're going to rip people off by taking all the land like in the rest of africa you grow high CBD on mass scale yeah. for pittance, yeah. and who makes the money? The guy yeah. processing it into in CBD isolate <laughs> and then selling it to well, Montreal. It right. familiar, just because like Nestle and all these right, big companies exactly. that are running these huge corporations in Africa, wherever it is, enslaved children, enslaved this and that. Corporate like anything. So the legislation's got nothing to do with those that big thinking. It needs to be micro. Is the um, are the Chinese interested in weed? Huge. Who's been sponsoring the Canadians? 
Right, because they that's another whole planet tree line. They're the biggest hemp industry in the world. Yeah, but he, I mean, are they looking around the world to expand all of that? Because it yeah. seems to me yeah. that... They've been the money who's sponsoring the biggest companies in Canada. They're already getting Chinese land in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. And under China law, it is legal to grow bung. Yeah. As, much as, 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 as much as possible. As much as possible. Chia Ming Bank. As much as possible. 68% of Zimbabwe. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Far out. And guess we already have sovereign land in so Africa. So it doesn't so seem to me as if any of our opinions about whether we think there should be an embargo on imports matters, matter. actually. No. It sounds as if we're going to be crushed by the superpowers who use us as the fucking pawns in the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So the answer is case or spend, spend, spend eight years changing the law for what? Because they're going to do what the fuck they want anyway, you know? Because money talks. <laughs> so you need to beat them to it. You need to beat them to the catch. You need to get people who want to set up cheap ways of growing good quality flour that they can export to Canada at a cheap price. Yeah. Cheaper than local here. Needs well, to then support you local. You have to educate the masses to understand that if they're just going to give their, their land away because they're growing this product that is oh, it's something that makes people going to be better. The simple education from the people that know how to grow the plant will make them so much more knowledgeable about how to grow the plant to its best. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, the stuff that they grow is generations old. If they knew how to now start the process of pulling every single male and doing the process from now, mm. in five to ten years, five years call it, their product will be so much better mm. and they will get a much more higher asking price, which will then make them also benefit more. You know? They and should just do they should just do what the Canadians or what the corporate models do, but on a local scale. So like farmers do already, you've got Ducrisp, right? Who who got Ducrisp supplying farms, right? Ducrisp, those Ducrisp, yeah, right? those are, yeah, 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 yeah. So they they're a packaging and processing company that'll go around and buy from all the local. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now you need someone in that area where it's been a cash crop for so long to have the knowledge and expertise to go around to all the local growers yeah. and essentially organize them into a corporation where we're all growing this according to this according to this yeah. and it all comes to me and we package and process and then it goes further um myrtle falls out of her right yeah, yeah. so the, the legislation that. needs to be focused on on, well, on getting that um, right we had another meeting with schindlers to plan stuff and things and they came up with a very succinct way of putting all of this they said what we have to do is protect the informal market, yes. the informal economy, it's not subsistence farmers, it's not farmers, it's everybody that is selling out of the tax zone just to put fucking food on the table. Yeah. The guy who's selling little bankies under the bananas at the bus stop, if that informal trade is illegal and everyone has to pay tax at the dispensary, it's going to cause quite a lot of havoc. Because nobody, nobody will actually give a shit about doing any of that, you know? They're doing no, that. they're not in Africa. So they have to they have to relinquish some sort of control over that informal market because they don't do it with anything else, mm. really. Because as soon as this informal uh, market can grow, you know, without being illegal, you know, the quality can start improving because they're not worrying about hiding. Mm. Don't like Uruguay. You can focus on quality. Now. Control it. Control it. Control uh, it. Nationalize it, but then Ooh. literally give it to the farmer. And it's trying to book the C yeah. word. The C word. I am so afraid of the C word because when I hear control, like yeah, like well. we're speaking about this whole license thing. Control you know, push. You know, I hear I hear that embargo thing, and I'm like, that's great. We create this this like incubation period, but I think about all those state sort of things where we have sort of quasi-nationalized institutions already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you SAA and ESCOM and Transnet <laughs> and fucking 
all those things, SABC, <laughs> healthcare, Look at the state of it. all those things are sort of quasi-nationalized, Transnet, and look at the state they're in. It just oh, becomes yeah. this slush fund. So yeah. we know we can go up to government and we can say, thank you, Mr. Ramaphosa. I believe you're going to do what you're going to say and you're not going to stick your dick in me when I'm not looking. <laughs> and he's going to say, yes, yes. And then what's going to happen is it's just going to be the same. So I, I, in, a, in, a, in an ideal world, the altruism says, yes, everyone's a winner, winner with chicken dinner and all that shit. But I just feel like if we create an environment where for a moment the ticks can latch on, we will never be able to turn back time. You know? I mean, is that your... Sorry. That's my daily maverick moment. All right, is that okay? Well, that was quite profound. Thank you very much for that, Doctor. So anyway, Joe, about the dumb So I see this comment. It's fucking delicious. You're says, Joe looks like a cool farmer. That's very cool. Brad says, happy birthday, Jules. Thank you very much, Bradley. Yeah, I've been actually looking at the feed. I don't know what I've done. Oh, that's that's a thing I could look there. Is that is that a combination of all the feeds? No, or is that it's YouTube? Just YouTube. Just YouTube. Okay. okay, sweet. Okay, so can tell me about um, what's in here because we know these guys. There's another one of these up there somewhere from years ago. Yeah, that the CBD that they gave us. Got a well, they've upped their game because remember the fucking RSO that came in the mail one time and it was like, oh, taste nice. Hmm. Much better. It's really nice, eh? I could see they're the woolies. Straight. They've been eyeing. They've been eyeing some. They've been eyeing some fucking drops. Maybe not quite woolies. But this game. It's really tasty. It's tasty, but isn't it? And do you think this is a bit contrived? Yeah. Do you think this has been dropped or something? It's like so fucking lemony. It's almost unbelievable. There's something in it, but it doesn't feel like Willy Wonka came in my mouth. So it really? is a lot more subtle. What was that like? <laughs> it was splendid. <laughs> splendid. <laughs> My lungs are still sweet on the inside. <laughs> but you can't look at chocolate bar like any different anyone. No, because usually oaks kill it with the like with like the favor profiles. But I'll give them their due. This one's a lot tamer, but there is something to it. It doesn't feel like it's just straight weed in it. Eh? I think there's some like other sort of flavor profile. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure they probably like import the parts or something. Uh, it must be. In yeah, fact, absolutely. This is. In no, fact, no, this probably is, you could find. No, this is straight out of look. Powered what by Leafly. Powered by Leafly. Oh no, this is the corporation. Yeah, you could probably find ten dozen yeah, different trading companies that this sell been my parts. Or certified or vegan, solvent-free, non-GMO, TAC-free. Solvent-free, so CO2, CO2 with added terpenes. Yeah, okay. ACDC cross catatonic. You know, it's got its, it's moments, but like, it's got zero THC, so this is the stuff. Size. Have some of this. Yeah, yeah. And Great after blazing it far too much in some O's house, mm -hmm. have that in the car that you hit while you're turning the ignition. You go, <laughs> and you're fucking right as rain. This is the anti-treat for people who want to be stoned. I don't understand vegans, and I've been sucking this all night. <laughs> yeah, but you invented bring the bong to work, Joe. <laughs> 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 no, emulsify, no, 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 no toxins. No nothing. No emulsify. It's like no, just no. molecules of CO2 with some limonene in top. Limonene, pseudo-limonene. Isn't CBD supposed to also give you like the anti-high? That's high, right. No, no, it's, it's meant to completely straighten you out and make it exceedingly boring. No, <laughs> but the opposite of that even. 
Did that arrive in here with yes. this year? No, they, 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 they've upped their game and they've brought in a bunch of stuff and it's very, very cool. You know what it reminds me of? Remember the Israeli dude from yes, yes. Kana Tech? Oh. Yeah, there you go. Him, Saul. Right. Well, he Maybe gave us that little half cartridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the same kind of biscuit, everything. It's tasty. It's oh, tasty. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but I'm just going to make a noise. What is, what is, what is we had Birthday cake. Uh, There's another box or two lying around as well. Oh, oh, so no, much sugar. We've got. Too much of it. So I've got a question for the Grow Oaks in here, because now we've got some knowledge in the house. Knowledge. Tell me, what are what are mites, and why should I be worried about them? Because every time I like, it's like always in like the commandments, the first thing you read about in pest management when it comes to weed are red spider mites. What dun, the fuck are dun, these things? And why should I give a fuck about them? Well, we don't because we grow outdoors, and generally speaking, we don't even hear or see them breathe or nothing. It's like a whole army of other yeah. other mites Hard and shit running around them. eating that stuff. There's fucking ladybirds all over the damn place. The only thing we get stuck with is a couple of sort of uh, cricket eggs or something that make those multi-pronged mm. fluffy head things. You mm. see, they bury a couple of eggs so. in the top, and it all splits out. And but mites is an indoor jewel, matey. It's a it's, it's like a. a a, a climatic thing that you've created to create your problems for <laughs> fucking mites and stuff. But now you can come out of the light, brothers and sisters. Come out of the light and into the sun. Yeah. You find mites. Yeah. You find mites on outdoor plants on like cabbage yeah. and on. Yeah, you do as well. All the broccoli and, and, and shit. Roses. Roses also. Love the roses. So, if they roses, do they automatically go to your weed crop? If you've got them close, they will. Yeah, like they'll just to jump go. over. Right? On which one, who wouldn't like to go to a weed crop? Anyone that sees a weed crop, they go straight to it. The police do, normal people do. Anyone who does is like oh. a soft leave. There's a film crew came around from Cake Net last week. They actually showed it at 10 o'clock the other night, but we don't have any Cake Net. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so they came around to do stuff and they said, and we want to uh, shoot a whole bunch of weed. I said, well, I've got one plant. They went, one. <laughs> Yeah, there's just one. It's not the season. And it's like the middle of winter. Hello, it's like early spring. There's nothing around. Yeah, no, nothing around. Nothing. Nothing. Which was cool. Now I know who I'm dealing with. It's like, <laughs> they're even, they're not even the cameraman's a stoner with this lot, you know? Normally the cameraman's a stoner. Yeah. And where is it? They didn't look at the house, the stoop. They didn't run a storyline, nothing. And they all the went push. down at the one plant. And it's like 1.8. It's cool. It's been and, like, and they all just looked around it and got an angle on it. And where's the sun going? And this is the main <laughs> shot of shots, you know? Shame, man. They haven't seen any weed like that before. In its glory. Yeah. In its glory. Yeah. So, but let's be real. Let's ask a chick question. Like, the first time a chick sees a, a person's dick, there's no context. <laughs> so you're like, oh, he wanted some microcock, man. Yeah, you could do. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same effect. You don't know what to think. Uh, I'm not really sure. Like, I followed no, the analogy. No, no, no. no you're yeah, saying, it's like your first, it's like your first interaction. It's the, so it's you've got nothing to the, base it on. Yeah, there's no, there's no. There's no precedent. Yeah, there's no precedent. So, so even you, though it's just one plant, like this. You don't know at that point that most of them hold like that because you got nothing to benchmark it because he never held one like that before. So if you got one like that, you think it's one like this. <laughs> 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 yeah, is that what trying to say? Yeah. Your position should always be palm in, bro. Palm in, my friend. So what was the gardening question? 
Okay. Oh, mites! Let's go back so, to mites. What are, what are mites and why, sh why should we care about them? Well, why should we be worried about them? Red spider mites. I think because you've got to spray chemicals uh, to get rid of them. Is that one well, of the reasons? Well, first of all, they're little mites that live off of the plant. And what they do is they bite the plant and they live off the sap that comes out the plant. And what they do is they are able to, the, the bad thing about mites is they're able to recreate very fast. Like they can create millions and millions and millions. Very easy, they're asexual. So once, oh. they, once they're in the, oh. in the perfect environment, they decide, cool, Palm in. let's go Palm in. to themselves. And they just have babies and have millions of babies. Now they get born pregnant. And essentially what you end up is with... <laughs> Wait, they just hear that again? <laughs> Say it nice and loud there in Might, the back. Some mites get born pregnant. <laughs> Coated in webs, completely coated, and when that happens, you have to shut it well, down. Fun. And then Burn. clean the whole goddamn thing. Yeah. Burn the house down. Does it happen to you before? Plenty of times. Plenty. Really? I've come into a room uh, where uh. The, the buds this long, complete colas covered in spider mites, completely covered. Eden's family buds. Oh, it was <laughs> hectic. I've never, you know, it's happened to me many times. Spider mites in South Africa are quite, it's quite something to deal with because mm -hmm. right. we have. So I, know there's, um, I know there's a lot spotted. of rules. There's, there's two different types, sorry. Yeah, the spotted spider mite and the red spider mite. Two we spotted yeah. spider mite and the red spider mite. We have Three rusted. types. <laughs> and rusted mites, but you don't... Has there they're been wrong. many cases of rusted mites here? No, yes. they're round yes. So then there's rusted yeah, mites, two spotted mites, and a red mite. Wow. But then the you can't see them. The rusted mite is very small. Smaller than, a, in the smaller than the red or the two spotted. The two spotted you can see if you look mm. with your eyes carefully. But you should use a microscope all the time. All the time looking at your pen in your blinds. Okay. All the time. And then okay, all right. well, like so one well, of those. Yeah, and there's also there we go. Sorry, our audience is saying we've Can I ask the question? Can, saying, can you uh, can you use mites to fight mites? Yes. Okay. Predator mites. Mites to fight mites. Okay, that's interesting. So what is predator mites? Oh, somebody asked like me about uh, ladybirds online two days ago. Mm -hmm. Where can I get ladybirds yeah, from? Obviously, they got. There is a site. Recently. Get out of here. Okay. Local. Yeah, local. Tell us about local. local. I told that lady to, I told the lady to listen in. And then I think it's even like ladybug South Africa. IPM. Something what is IPM? That's proper. Does she just sell ladybugs? That's cool because I know someone that a mate of mine that wanted to try and start this whole this whole thing and try and supply the know this industry with these mics. But one thing you must understand is if you want to sell a mite that will kill spider mites, what is what does that mite eat? Mites. Spider mites. So now you have to breed colonies of what you wanted to eat. What a fucking mission. Oh, if, there's, like, if there's no spider mites to eat, they're going to eat the plant. Well, not even. They no, have they to die. breed them and they die. If you don't die, you've got nothing to they sell. So these guys that are selling these products here, it's quite something plants. to be able to get this in the country now. Because I remember, like we were saying earlier about the grow shops, how you couldn't get anything. Now we're able to get this. Now so, people are... 
So I've got a question for you. In Canada now, there's lots of legislation about what you can and can't put on a plant, and the licensed producers are battling with this very same thing because there's one good, honest-to-God poison that they're not allowed to use. Is there any such legislation here? Can you just about supply anything you want? Or is this legislation? Is this a question about getting rid of mites? Legislation about what we're allowed to supply? Yes. Versus, yes. generally speaking, is there a moratorium no. on any of the products because it's got like fucking DDT in it or something? No, you can, well, DDT, so yes, yeah. because that's right. But, so now, if somebody says I've got mites, do you sell them good old fashioned poison with like. No. Say no. in our instance, we all give them an option. We all say there are these methods that you can. Attempt on your attempt own. laboriously, <laughs> uh, leave your day job to perform these tasks. Or there is this option. These are the risks. Read the right. RTFM. Yeah, right. This is stuff you can buy in spa. Oh, you know, really? Yes. Go. What else can you buy in spa? You can buy hydrochloric acid yeah, in spa. Yeah, pool and stuff. No, of course, but you can't buy weed yet. Right. So chances are they've done a little <laughs> bit of uh, investigation. Okay. You know, okay. people you, chuck um, this stuff raw and still don't die from it. And do you give people that information quite regularly? Is it quite a problem dealing with the front line over the counter with fucking repetitive, stupid questions, to answers to stupid questions? That's Fuck, you must, have been, you must have been asked all the questions. That's a multifaceted question. <laughs> you must have been asked every question there is. Now. You should just tattoo the answers on your forehead <laughs> and stare at them quietly. You look like a Mexican gangster. <laughs> Who's got the blades? Yeah. 27. Yeah, 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 47. Okay. Yeah, well. So, what's the deal with these predatory mites? So, you were saying ladybugs. I know one of the techies here is a ladybug hunter. He runs around in the fields with a little sun hat and a scooper and, and a two butterfly. That's exactly that. Look at it. You can see the picture there. <laughs> yeah. That thing goes and chars that thing. But how long would it take? Like, so what does you see waves? So you, you, you? If you see waves and there's a bazillion spider waves, spider mites, you might as well just say, nah, it's fine. Game over. If you can see something happening, but the thing is, you must also remember that this. You can't put this into like a room or somewhere that the spider mites, the predators can't live. Okay. So if your environment in your room is actually terrible and you put these inside it, they're not going to really live that well. Yeah. So you'd find... You know what? Yeah. What's a really good idea, oh. and lots of greenhouses do it as well, is you use a bait plant. Yeah, so mm. Something like a Pepper. sweet potato. Pepper's good. Sweet potato. It depends on the, on the, on the, 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 the mite. Sweet potato. Cabbages also. Cabbages. Eggplants. Yeah. Eggplants. Eggplants. Yes. Okay. Beans. Well, you grow it in the same room. Yeah. So you just have one and you, as soon as you see anything on that plant, yeah. you need to start treating your okay. plants. And that way you can then avoid using any of those poisons and you can use far gentler natural versions. Because what that actually means is your plant's immunity is low. A plant with high immunity yeah, will repel right, vibes right, naturally. Yeah. So essentially what you're saying is right. what it boils down to right to the beginning. You should start something that gives the plant the most strength from the beginning. You need to make sure that, that plant from the get-go gets all the best nutrients, all the mm -hmm. best care, and also you need to give it something that can defend itself. So Calpac. Use another natural 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 thing. Calpac. Yeah, but the man it's with like, the Calpac. Like uses Calpac for everything. Oh, Imagine puts it in his cereal and milk. <laughs> He's like, you can drink it. You can drink it. Yeah, okay. yeah, you probably do. You probably you can, can drink it. You probably do. <laughs> Calpac in his coffee. Open his fridge yeah. and there's just a five liter there. Calpac in my coffee. Chugs it. You know, like, <laughs> like a sherry bottle. But you can use neem, for instance, and start like an IPM program and use natural products that you can start from the get-go. Three weeks into flower, 
Sorry? Companion planting. Companion planting, cover, cover crop. crops. There's many things that you can do indoor, outdoor. This sounds like episodes. You don't episodes, have to use so poisons. Yeah. You don't have to use poisons. He's listing poisons. episodes that we will be doing in the future. Poisons are like the worst thing to use ever because you shouldn't have to get to that. You should be mindful and should be able to get... But the question we ask is, do you want bud or bugs? <laughs> These are your yeah, options at this point in time. Yeah, do you so want you bugs, bugs or do you want medicine or bugs? Yeah, yeah. tough no, decisions to make. Right. At some point, you the at some point, everyone just needs to decide what their what their limit to the harm they're going to do to themselves. And or there was just no when when they shouldn't spread. Yeah, when yeah, yeah, flower, you can use you can use poisons within the first few weeks, but you shouldn't be using anything that's strong nearing week three. And from there onwards, that's it. Nothing. You shouldn't use anything. You should just hope that you've done enough. In yeah, because I know in flowering you don't want to put things on because you can't spray them off. No ways. Mm. The first week is like the, is even pushing it once week two comes around. I think how long they break down. Join us next week and hopefully these things will be sprouting and this little yeah. Custa, we're going to name it Custa, Semenya, is going to be alive. <laughs> And we're going to grow this fucking shit with you over the next couple of weeks or months. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Uh, we're coming into land soon. But there was a bit of an interesting 420ste land moment on Facebook and Instagram over the last week. I'm not going to get into names because this was a mudslinging thing. But there's one sort of cannabis product orientated brand locally. And another cannabis orientated brand locally. But the, the one brand is not cannabis orientated. It's CBD. And on their site, they swear blind that CBD has fuck all to do with marijuana and dacha. They write, it's hemp. Hemp is genetically a different plant from marijuana or dacha or cannabis. And therefore, fuck all that shit. So they're kind of, they're using weed and saying fuck other weed. So basically, CBD is now dissing THC. <laughs> so these one oaks then got really fucking ah about it and sort of nying them on facebook and insta and saying in defense in defense i didn't see any of the defense i only saw the attack there wasn't much defense but it was really attack so these oaks were like ah against them and they were like you oaks are narcs and you support police things so it felt like it got pretty wow. extreme on both ends very quickly yeah. Jesus. but what it what raised its ugly head and i've been predicting this for a while we're going to see it with medicinal as well is we are we are seeing one dimension of the cannabis mm. dynamic now stigmatizing another. So the snake is eating its fucking yeah, tail. Um, do you think it's all in the name of money, honey, and the people that are selling the CBD products aren't really anything to do with the cannabis community. They're eightlanders and they're suits and shit. And they don't actually fucking know how much any of us put in all of our lives to make sure that we didn't have any paranoia tomorrow. But they don't Nor see do any of that. Really. Right, they don't care anything about that, I believe. But um, go and extol the virtues of your product, but not to the detriment of anybody else's. Yeah. You know, like in America, Coke can go, don't drink that yeah, shit, yeah, Pepsi, yeah, it's yeah, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of what that is here. So I'm not used to that as a modus operandi, really. Yeah, no. So I don't know whether it's illegal here to yeah, be... To no, I think, okay, so that's kind of what that yeah, is then. But it's on a social media platform, so it's generally... 
just a bunch of kids fucking yeah. around, you know? Yeah. Well, no, fuck all. They lucky because they're not corporate entities yet. Yeah. Otherwise, they could have been sued by everyone watching yeah. the conversation. Right. That's what yeah. comes with regulation yeah. and legislation. Truly. Yeah, that's right. But and it sounded like there was a whole lot of butter going round. Um, yeah, no, we'll there's one thing that um, stuck out for me was their byline. Yeah? Was, was fucking healthy, not high. Yes. As if oh, well, high being is high not had nothing to do with health. Because that's Science. where they need a fucking 200 mic suppository to prove how wrong they are. Because the fucking so healing's saying. in your head in the THC yeah. most of the time. Fucking makes you look at yourself, bring yourself towards yourself. Yeah, yeah. True stories, fuck, that's weird. It is kind of weird. Myrtle and I looked at it, and again, we did not go online and comment because we get embroiled in so many fucking things we haven't got the time of day, we're busy. As this young lady can attest to. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I know it's fucking ballistic around the fields of green for it's almost. Lucky. But it's full of cool opportunities and the fact that if the snake's not really eating its head, it's just kind of testing its own waters. Because imagine in a few years' time when there are 350 stands at an expo yeah, with 30,000 yeah. people and they're all in competition with each other. Yeah, it's not yeah, two yeah. fucking people yeah. online. Yeah, you're going to have to get used to it. Yeah. 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 Like that shit that we see yeah. online with yeah. those yeah. overviews of like what's happening now in America. Yeah. Yeah. Thousands of people, like for instance, Sling your product. if we might say so, this Al's going, there's a, there's a mm. big, 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 big conference that's happening. Oh, you're not going to stay. Alice, where are you tell going? Us, tell us, let everyone, let us know. Oh, fucking envy. So yeah, I'm going to Las yeah. Vegas. Nice. Vegas. Um, I'm not the only, I know a couple of South Africans actually going okay. to Las Vegas. Oh, we'll give you a list uh, of glass you can bring back, all right. Yeah, we're going to get Mothership next year, though. Fucking hey. Um, anyway, that aside, <laughs> they've got MJ Biz. Which is just a bunch of suits. Get the fuck are you going to MJ Biz? Yeah, there's just those are just hell. a bunch of suits that do jumped on. A, do you need a driver or anything like that? I've already right? asked all these questions. <laughs> You're like way behind. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a thousand exhibitors, you know. Mm. A thousand exhibitors. Mm. But a thousand of the best. Yeah, best in the world. Best in the world. Are oh. there? What I want to know is, is there or are there any South African exhibitors? No. Not a single one. Not even, no, not even a fucking hint. I saw, I saw someone, no way. This is one of like the Grow Hydro shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they said they've got a stand there. No, that's GH. GH. It's got a stand there. Oh, they just, they're punting their own brand, which is being internationally promoted in a big conference. Because I was like, Which what? is great. Of course it's great that we have a product in South Africa that is being used internationally, but mm. we have a few. Do they do a multi-city in America, or do they just do West Coast, East Coast? Uh, I think they do three. Two, three. 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 Okay, because it sounds like they only need three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 the biggest thing it's not my, if I went and spent all that money on going to the States, I would, or if anybody sent me to the States, I would hope and pray that it was just to like the Emerald Cup to get fucking baked with the hippies. I don't really need to go to a suit thing, because oh, so it is, is mind-blowing what is about to happen, and you see this little fucking tiny little microcosm on Facebook, and yeah, <laughs> you can't get involved, the fucking picture is like infinite, not that. It's too big. It's too big. Mmm. But anyway, um, it's a good analogy, the, t the tail eating the head and dissing one for another and um, don't do that evil THC stuff, because that's all it is about. It's about the evil fucking stone. And it's just marketing, really. Which is quite sad. It's completely ignorant. Yeah. Anyway, people are, people are tuning into it now. We're getting such, people are sending some tests into Fields of Green, we're getting them tested yeah. at a... Undisclosed location. Should we talk about this one test quickly? Can we talk about the... Because we didn't even speak about that dab there. 
Oh, uh, well, he's down. This is all. This is all my sort of messing around. But that there, as an extract, as a live run, got tested at fifty-six percent THC as a Acapulco Gold fresh run off a three-year-old seed. That's quite fucking. I, I, I don't kind of believe. To believe it? No, sorry, the plant itself was 56 Well, here we go, guys. Let's, sorry, let's, that's a, this is contentious now, yeah, of course. That's what I'm they said. Sure. The plant itself said 56% So, flower. flower. The flower itself. And wow. I, we'd never, ever given them any flower to do before. We just st stuffed it in to see what they would say, and they just ran it with all the others. But um, I, was get, I was under the impression, I was, slow, it was starting, I was starting to think that the more you run butane, the more you get rid of CBD, it's like it flushes it out because you never really find a, a strain that has a lot of CBD in it when it was meant to have lots of CBD in it. Okay. So we I just did a, a live run and a butane run and sent both of them and the CBD was exactly the same. But the THC increased on, on um, uh, concentration by 25%. It went from 56 to nearly 78, 80 or something. From a live to it? From a live to this. From a piece of bud. From a piece of THC. Well, THCA was measurable in that, and um, I've got them, I've probably got them on my phone, but they're actually running on there. There's we'll there. do boring, boring pie charts next time. But this fifty percent THC, yeah. no, um, I don't believe it. So we just asked because it's the first time they've had herb. So it, it, if it's fifty percent, fifty-six percent of whatever they put in the pipette and put in the solution. Hexane, they're using hexane to separate it, to, to dilute it. So, whatever they, what it means is, whatever they dropped in there, so there was a flush of a bud that I sent that was dry, it was crispy, it was crispy as fuck. It was way over dry, but I just snipped it and thought, wow, let me see how much THCA or THCV mostly that I'm, I'm interested in. Yeah, THCV is a cool thing. So, there's loads of it in African sativa. Yeah, so this is a sativa of note, ancient fucking sativa, so yeah, it's got loads of THCV in it, but you lose that. Um, by the time you've cleaned all of this up, you seem to lose the THCV. Anyway, that's another whole discussion for another thing. What were you guys saying but about this machine? You guys were mumbling here about HPLC and shit like that. <laughs> we just discussing what kind of system were they using to do to the testing, whether it's an HPLC, which is a high-pressure liquid chromatography, or it's gas. gas chromatography. It's gas. Using gas chromatography. Yeah. For both. Well, actually, that's a very good question. Because, no, because that could be it. Saying, that's yeah, right. That could so they're making it into yeah, no, gas. Right. Yeah. No, you're so right. Was saying, was good HPLC question. Because they're using hexane. Yeah, like, for sure. Maybe they just didn't flush mm -hmm. their pollen properly. Mm -hmm. Because also to get a bud at fifty percent THC is. We've actually questioned Jesus, the batch. That thing must be like oozing out. Yeah, no, it can't be. It can't be. It's common in America as well. Hugely common. Where. You know, you've got the, the, you, you're testing, and you're testing, and you're testing. There's no oversight across all the labs that's as to right. what There's the no standards, standards are. That's right, yeah. So you're buying a standard from Europe, you're buying a standard from China, yeah. you're buying yeah. an Indian standard, yeah. and actually our science doesn't really match. It does, within 10 or 15%, you know? And you're going, well, that's kind of the difference between 56% and 45%. Yeah, completely. And, you know, Look, we called these guys out once on a run that they did that was meant to be tons of CBD, and there was nothing. And they admitted human error immediately and re-ran it, and we got exactly what we got 
pretty much exactly. Mm. We got the ballpark of mm. what it was mm. when it was sent to NAFS. Uh, okay, they okay. did a, so a NAFS run on it, and then uh, the people who got the NAFS run wanted yeah. more information, and the test that Fields of Green for All can provide has got whatever's in it. They just list everything they find, every single terpene, flavonoid, essential oil, residual, everything. Yeah, if it's like not there, they don't list it. So I that's a, that, yes, a really yes. cool test. So I've just had another six back now from the Green Network, basically. Maybe we should do like an episode that's got a theme around testing, because like yeah. I feel like we could go into an hour of extra time, yeah? Another one. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thanks for having me. It's short notice. Do you know what an hour. Hour. I thought I was coming in for 10 minutes. Fuck. Do you know what we're going to do? I think when we finish growing that plant, yeah? We'll get it tested. So let's go yeah, through so all those. Go. What about, about seeds here? Yeah? Mm -hmm. We're going to make a grow space there. Quite right. Platform, light, and let it just grow. And we're going right. to, every episode, we'll have a bit of a. Who's uh, mothers of these? They were donated. They came from the weed SPCA. Wow. Mm. Far out. Mm. Okay. Um, have they been tagged? <laughs> They're going to a better place. They're yeah. going to a better They're place. They're going to go live on a farm. <laughs> <laughs> With all the other weed farms. <laughs> Just like for them. Even, even. Uh, all the little customers. Be happy. <laughs> 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 I think that's it for this week. Uh, please, really, check out GT Hydro. Yeah. Guys, gang grow stuff. And as you can hear from Al's vibes, these oaks are kicking it up at yeah. here at every opportunity. Yeah. So it's one of those situations. Support them and they'll do better. Buy from them, they'll do better. That's it. And... Any shout outs, anything we should be checking out? I think there's Trichoma. Shout out to Trichoma. Yeah, mega shout out to Trichoma. Look at the stuff that they yeah, sent us. Uh, really. Mega shout out to Trichoma. On that yes. note, Blunts. Yeah. I saved the best for last. Oh, I grabbed that scissor. What? I saved my dessert. One master box. I need that scissors. Those scissors. But so now, is there a chance that there's something even better than this? Let's well, find you out. Have another one. So have that, and then you can have another one. What are we gonna do? Get it out the way. It's gonna be hard to beat this. So I might as well hit this anyway. Oh yeah. Um, Some swag, motherfuckers. Yeah, no, cool night for swag. Did we actually go through these? Not yet. Next week. Know, okay. Well, I need to find out the name Mark. Some Mike, Mark Fife, maybe Mark something. What's that? Stickers. Oh. oh nice stickers. stickers. So I'll, go, I'll bring these up to the camera quick. Fuck's sake! Look at all of that. Trichoma stickers. Not a sticker bomb. It's a sticker. Let's stick a bomb all the cop cars. So what I'm going to do, Oaks, <laughs> is I think, I'm going to try and be fair, I think the easiest way for me to give these stickers away is in every order at the Heiko, for however long, you'll get one of these stickers for free, so let's just have a... Oh, no, they look pretty good. I need some of those for my tablet. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, Good luck in uh, LA, matey. That sounds like a really cool opportunity. Yeah, so... Um, um, I'm a huge fan of Los Angeles glass. There's some amazing glass oh, blowers there. Yeah, I mean, it's the fucking center of the universe, actually. Yeah, so, uh, maybe if I send you a long list and some foreign For exchange, sure. you can For take sure. an extra suitcase. And of course. <laughs> I'm planning to go with Min Closet. I was, was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's going to come <laughs> back with just shit say. from the States. You go to the Mother Lotus <laughs> swag, basically. Also, all the expos, uh, all the booths have specials. Totally. You know, like they have master it's specials. Like, are you going to, you think it's going to be like, when you, like Black Friday, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like Black Friday. Well, Black Friday is coming up, so. <laughs> is it? I thought it would be. 23rd. 23rd. What's We're doing ours on the 23rd. So GT Hydra is having a Black Friday special. Online. Uh, I, they will be online and in store. Far okay. out. What day? Oh, 23rd? This is the lowdown low scoop on GT Hydro's. 23rd of November. Send us the links to share. I will, yes, but... 
get the... Black Friday at Green Thumb. Yeah, man. But all I can see is L now, because it's like, you know, in the movies, you see when people, their luggage is too big, so they wear all their clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's going to have too much wrecks, so he's going to have to carry them all on. Ding, 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 to the plane. <laughs> guys, thank you for tuning in. Please check out GT Hydro. Also, check out Grow Guru. They're good guys. Um, check out Tricom on Instagram. Guys, thank you very much. Stay lit. Stay lit, stay lit.